Hello and welcome to We Live on a Planet. You found me. It's Patrick, your host. I'm so glad you found me. This is episode 523. 523 episodes. I'm recording this one Thursday, November 18th, 2021. I forgot to tell you back in October was my four-year anniversary of podcasting. Yeah, that's why I have 523 episodes. It is balmy in central New York right now. It's early, but it's 55 degrees Fahrenheit. Feels like 52. Highs are going to be about 56 degrees Fahrenheit. Winds, though, they're blowing pretty hard right now out of the north at 12 miles per hour. All right, we got that out of the way. One for the archives. When we come back, we'll do the whole show. We'll start off with a quote and then just all kinds of other stuff and things. Stick around. Relax and enjoy. We'll be right back. Okay, here is our quote. This is from an unknown author. You are exactly where you're meant to be. Have faith in the universe's big plan for you. You might not feel like it right now. You might be in a slump. You might be in a funk. But you're where you're meant to be. Have faith in the universe's big plans for you. The universe has big plans. I believe a lot in that, that we are all connected. We're all star stuff. We're all created out of the same elements. If you were to take us piece by piece, pick us out if you could, theoretically, element-wise, we wouldn't be alive. But once you put it all together, that magic of life happens. And it's all in us, that star stuff. Yeah. All right, enough Neil deGrasse Tyson talk. (laughs) All right, the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, they won. If you follow the show, you know I've been talking about them because it is football season. They won handily 45-17 to against the Jets. Next is the Colts. The Colts are 5-5. Five and five. The Bills are 6-3 and three now. It will be a 1 o'clock Sunday game. Go Bills. I'll be talking about that probably Sunday a little bit when we come, when I do my show on Sunday. It was great seeing my father, too. I got to go out and visit my dad and give him his birthday card and get to look at him and talk with him for a while. I love him so much. I'm very fortunate to have him as a father. He's a great man. It was fun interviewing him. That was a blast. I brought my old school. It looks like an Elvis microphone. He thought that was pretty cool looking. It's my Shure MV-51. Right now, though, I'm using my Rodecaster Pro. So we are floating today. Yay, I can't wait to float. It's our one-year float anniversary. Another applause for that. One-year float anniversary at Aqua Spa. I love Aqua Spa. I've talked about Aqua Spa plenty of times. 
And I've talked that I will have Terry and Tammy, the owners, on sometime when the universe puts us together. We were just talking about the universe a minute ago, and when it, the time is right, the time is right. And um, But, man, the benefits of floating, you're in 10,000 pounds of Epsom salt in about 11 inches of water, and you float, you're more buoyant than you would be if you were in the Dead Sea. Then you get all the magnesium benefits from the salt. Oh, it's just indescribable. I've done it so many different ways. I've done it with the lights on, the lights off, music on, music off. I like doing it completely dark, totally sensor, sensory deprivation, and that helps me. Speaking of other things that help me is uh, my therapy appointments are helping. I saw my therapist yesterday. And that seemed to be a good talk. I I enjoy talking with her. We're starting to get a good rapport. I did have to have a med increase. I saw a new doctor. I think I told you about it. She's a nurse practitioner. We increased one of my meds. We'll see how that is. I've been feeling somewhat better. I not 100%. I'm never going to be 100%, but I'm not as depressed as I have been, which is nice, and my moods aren't swinging as quickly. I'm looking for that balance. It's hard. I'm still barely sleeping, but uh, good news, I haven't had any CVS bouts, no cyclic vomiting syndrome bouts. Lots of canned cheers this morning for, for the show, isn't there? All right, stick around. When we come back. We'll ramble a little bit more before we uh, dive into some stuff and things. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Shout out to Carpe. You've heard me talk about Carpe. Carpe is an antiperspirant. I shot a commercial for them that ran nationally. That's still running, actually. A friend of mine told me on Instagram that her and her husband were out at dinner the other day. I can't remember what state she lives in. I want to say Texas. And she was out to dinner, and she saw my commercial on TV for Carpe. And Carpe is C-A-R-P-E. Carpe, like seize the day. And they sent me a new scent vanilla it smells really good they sent me a new scent a couple weeks ago which was cypress and it smells really good their original is eucalyptus but they also have citrus and linen and i really am excited that they've been branching out and having more scents I also see my commercials on Facebook and on Instagram now. And uh, it was shot right before the pandemic broke out back in March 2020. It was March 6th, actually, which is my little sister's birthday. So that's how I always remember it. But you can check out Carpe. I know it sounds like a commercial, but it's not. I'm not getting endorsed by Carpe or anything like that. But my Carpe dot com mycarpe.com you can find them at cvs walmart walgreens those places and stuff but it's easier just to go to 
mycarpe.com and check them out. And Casper and David are doing such a great job. They're the creators and founders of Carpe. And their head of communications, Chris, she keeps in contact with me and makes sure that I'm a happy customer. And like I said, they sent, sent me out that vanilla scent and the cypress. And the cypress smells real good because my oldest daughter got me cologne last year and it is uh sandalwood and cypress or cypress and sandalwood one or the other and it's from the art of shaving is the name of the company and it smells really good i don't wear cologne much but when i do i like the smell of that and it pairs really well with the cypress and i perspirant and it keeps me dry. I had for years just soaking wet pits, but not anymore, thanks to Carpe. All right, that was enough about that. Uh, I did tell you about mycarpe.com. I want to tell you about my website, WLOAP.com. You can check out there all my links and my past episodes, YouTube videos, some, not a lot, but I've been putting some up. You can find my Instagram there, too. My Instagram is at Merrick370, M-E-R-R-I-C-370. And uh, I put stuff up on there, too. You can always reach out and call me, too, at 315-326-1882. I love to hear from you. All right, let's... um, Head on over to the History Channel's website and learn something instead of just keep me rambling on. We'll be right back. And bam, just like that, we're back. And we are on the History Channel's website. I've got my phone pulled up in front of me. And on this day in history, November 18th, 1978, mass suicide at Jonestown. Remember that? The People's Temple. Jim Jones led hundreds of his followers in mass suicide. Supposedly, remember, they were like, don't drink the Kool-Aid. The Kool-Aid was spiked. And it actually wasn't Kool-Aid. It was uh, Flavor-Aid, which is a knockoff brand. But, um... Reason why I'm talking about it since it's on this day of history, I heard a rumor just recently that they're going to be making a, <clears throat> excuse me, a movie about that, and that Leonardo DiCaprio is going to be playing Jim Jones, and I'm surprised they're making a movie about it. It's a tragedy. I don't understand. Well, I guess to remember everybody and the victims and stuff, but it seems like. I'm hoping it doesn't, like, for some reason, I, I, I don't understand why they'd be making a movie about it. I, I don't know. It seems like it's going to glorify it, having somebody like Leonardo DiCaprio. But it's not going to really glorify it, because I think of movies like that one with Charlize Theron, Monster, where she played that serial killer, and I can't remember the woman's name, and she, she was unrecognizable in that, and it was spooky and creepy. And that could be exactly the way uh, that movie is. All right, here else. Let me keep rambling on and keep my 
thoughts to myself. <laughs> 1991, Terry Waite is released after four years of kidnapping in Lebanon. 1991. 1966 in sports, L.A. Dodgers ace pitcher Sandy Koufax retires. I'm not a baseball fan, but I've heard that name, that's for sure. 19th century, 1883, railroads create the first time zones. At exactly noon on that day, American and Canadian railroads began using four continental time zones to end the confusion of dealing with thousands of local times. Here's a sad one. 1999, 12 die in a bonfire at Texas A&M University. They usually have the their self-proclaimed world's largest bonfire, and uh, they had it, and they had tragedy. It struck. Here's one in crime. 1996, high-profile expert on exotic birds is sentenced for smuggling parrots. Operation Renegade was the name of it, where they ended up uh, getting the smuggler. Um, U.S. government, 1987, Congress issues its final report on the Iran-Contra scandal. And I remember that a lot because of Oliver North. He was the Marine who pleaded the fifth. The Mute Marine. Civil War, 1863, President Lincoln travels to Gettysburg. And I think that's about it for this day in history. And when we come back, we will uh, get another wrinkle on our brain. We'll be right back. And we are back. I'm glad we're back. All right. What do we got next? All right. Oh, boy. What is it? Oh, really? <laughs> 10 unusual facts about Iron Man. Iron Man. Yeah, we're at the fact site. And uh, when I was growing up, Iron Man was not a popular superhero. It wasn't until Marvel and Robert Downey Jr. really made him popular to where he is right now. Now, granted, we knew about him, and obviously we just heard Black Sabbath's a little bit intro of Iron Man. This is 10 unusual facts about Iron Man from one of my favorite writers, Becca Marsh, over at the Facts site. This is published on November 17th, 2021. Well... We all know that Iron Man is a wealthy businessman who invests his time and money into creating his enhancing suits with his witty humor and confident personality. That's made him uh, 
made many fans out of him. Ugh, couldn't spit that out. But Iron Man's first appearance in the Marvel comic, Tales of Suspense, 1963. 1963, Iron Man is born. Tales of Suspense. Iron Man was also a founding member of the Avengers. It wasn't until 1968 that the Iron Man debuted in his first standalone comic, which was a gamble for Marvel. Marvel was unsure about the popularity of the millionaire becoming a superhero, and Iron Man was a new breed of superhero. That's for sure. Original drawings of Iron Man suit contained roller blades. Yeah, you got that. Original drawings of Iron Man have similar similarities to the character we know now, but some unusual additions didn't make the cut. One of these was jet-powered roller blades, or excuse, yeah, roller blades that could allow Iron Man to reach speeds of 60 miles per hour. As well as this, in 1974, a nose was drawn onto Iron Man's mask following a conversation between the illustrator and Stan Lee. And after looking at it for a while, it was decided that the nose didn't look quite right on the mask. And since then, Iron Man's mask has been noseless. I want to see that 1974 picture of Iron Man. Uh, Iron Man has created over 50 different versions of armor. Stark created over 50 different suits, all in various colors, each with specific qualities to each suit each situation. His first suit was gray and was built to help keep help him escape his kidnapping. Upon his escape, Stark developed suits in more colors, silver than blue, and more features. Iron Man's suit was started Iron Man's suit started with features that gave him the ability to lift up to 1,000 tons. Or, excuse me, 100 tons. 100 tons. Wow. Stark created his black suit, which allowed him to enter stealth mode. However, his most famous is his red and gold suit. As, a rel- as well as, a re- as this range, Stark experimented with suit model number 53, by designing it so it could turn into a flying car. Okay. He also created a spacesuit and an aqua suit, allowing him to function in space and underwater. Iron Man owns Area 51. Yeah, in the Marvel Universe, Iron Man purchased Area 51 from the state and uses it for a hiding place for his reality gems. For the reality gem. There have been two female versions of Iron Man. Yeah, two. Um, what else? Iron Man has four main enemies. The Mandarin, Crimson Dynamo, Iron Monger, and Justin Hammer. In 2007, Iron Man became the director of S.H.I.E.L.D. There's more you can learn about. Iron Man is the fourth richest fictional character. 
Iron Man's character was based on real-life millionaire Howard Hughes. This association allowed the team to form a true likeness to characteristics in the millionaire. In 2013, Forbes published a list of the world's, world's richest fictional characters. Iron Man or Tony Stark came fourth of the list with an estimated of $12.4 billion. Number one on the list was Disney Scrooge McDuck. All right, stick around. We'll be right back. Well, that was a lot of fun. I appreciated it. We're rocking out. (laughs) Thanks so much for your support and your time. The most valuable gift you could ever give me. I appreciate that. Thank you, Carpe, for the awesome gift. Don't forget about my website, WLOAP.com. All my links, my past episodes, way to contact me. I would love to hear from you. Go Bills. Do your best today to stay curious and not judgmental the best you can. It's not always easy. And I look forward to talking to you again real soon. Peace, my friends.